Welcome to the Lotus Flower. I'm your host, Anna Butner. Today's episode is going to be about masturbation using sex toys. The last episode, we discussed sexual consent. And the episode before that, we had discussed masturbation, but um, just with using your fingers or for men just wanking using your hands. So today we're going to get into a little bit more of the masturbation discussion by adding in sex toys. So of course, you know, when it comes to masturbation, women seem much more reluctant than men to talk about it. I know that masturbation is such a personal thing, but that doesn't mean that we aren't doing it. I mean, at least I hope everybody's doing it. Um, there are lots of benefits to self-pleasuring. Um, when you're self-pleasuring first, you know that you're guaranteed an orgasm, right? Because if you do it yourself, your chances are greater of being able to climax. And that just feels good. No worries about taking too long because you know your body, you know how your body functions. So it's easier for you to climax and you're not worried about another person. It's just you know, you enjoying yourself, like Beyonce said, me, myself and I. So have at it and have a great time. Just make sure that you're in a place where you have privacy, because again, you don't want anybody to barge in on you while you're pleasuring yourself. It can be a very uncomfortable situation. Um, another benefit of masturbating is stress relief and mood changer. So masturbating and, and orgasms cause the body to release endorphins, right? And these are just natural chemicals that give you a sense of like well-being and it makes you feel elated, you feel good, it puts you in a good mood. So sometimes when you're feeling a little funky and you're feeling stressed or you're a little overwhelmed about, you know, how life is going, find a quiet room, you know, go to your own room. Or if you're in a hotel, you know, put the do not disturb sign on the outside of the door and just help yourself. Um, another um, benefit of masturbating is it's good because it keeps you in touch with yourself. So masturbation really does help you know your body and is a good way for you to learn what feels good during sex. So next time you're with your partner, you can then use that information to let them know what works for you. So sometimes we have to assist our partners. You know, when you're with someone, don't be quiet and say nothing. And you're like, let him figure it out. No, help him figure it out. Communicate with him. Let Tell him to touch the places that get you aroused faster. You know, if you like a little bit more pleasure, communicate. It's important. Not just sex talk during sex where you're like, it feels good. I want you to, you know, uh, go faster or, you know, who's, what's, 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 what's my name? What do men like to say? Whose is it? Whose pussy is it? You know, things like that. Sex talk is fun. And we're going to have an episode where we talk about sex talk. Uh, Cause there's also a lot of misconceptions about sex talk. Sometimes people feel like sex talk means dirty talk. Like it has to be dirty. And most of the time it doesn't. We'll get into that for another episode. But I was at, um, 
one of the benefits of masturbation being, you know, you getting in touch with yourself um, and knowing what you like so you can communicate that with your partner. Then there's also PMS relief. So masturbation and orgasms actually increase blood flow to your pelvic region, which can help alleviate not only PMS, premenstrual symptoms, but also cramps. So for us girls who have really severe cramps, um, this is a good way to help relieve some of that pain from the cramps. And I know you're thinking, ew, like how are you supposed to masturbate when you're on your period? But you can masturbate when you're on your period. Listen, ladies, this is what you do. When you're on your period and you want to masturbate, First, take a shower. Make sure you clean. You wash your vagina. The hoo-ha is clean. Put on a nice clean pad. Or if you're a tampon user, plug in a new tampon. Put on some fresh new underwear. Lay on your bed. Again, make sure you have privacy and touch yourself. You can use your fingers to play with your clit. Or you can get a clit stimulator, which is a toy. And that can also help you achieve an orgasm. So it is doable for women to touch themselves um, and masturbate while they're on their period. Um, then, of course... Um, Last but not least, another benefit of masturbation is insomnia. So for people who have insomnia and have a hard time sleeping, masturbation can really help with that. I mean, I know a lot of couples, a lot of people in relationships who like while you're engaged in sexual activity, sexual intercourse, usually like... (laughs) As soon as you're done, before you even get the chance to roll off your man, your husband, your boyfriend, he's already knocked out, fast asleep, snoring. And sometimes you the woman, like, right? If he's on top and you had a really good cum and that thing had your toes curled, you're ready to just fall asleep because it feels so good. So you're just like, ah, now I just want to go into la la land. So if you're having a hard time sleeping, masturbation does help with um, putting you to sleep. But let's get into the sex toys because today's episode is definitely going to be about the sex toys. Now, when it comes to sex toys, you have to pace yourself because if you don't pace yourself, especially if you're new to the sex toy game, is that you get overwhelmed very easily because there's so much on the market. So there's the vibrators and then you have sex toys for men. You also have sex toys for couples. I'm going to get into how to bring up the the discussion of sex toys with your partner, your husband, your boyfriend. Then you also have dildos. Then you have the strap-ons. You have penis enlargers and extenders. Mm, You also have anal toys. Then you have cock rings and you have the love eggs. You have the rabbit vibrators. There's butt plugs. And then, of course, there's the sex toy kits. However, again, if you're new to the sex toy game, I would suggest starting with one toy. So you want to stay away from the sex toy kit because that can be a bit overwhelming. Um, And then it might feel like, oh my gosh, where do I even begin? So start with just one toy. Try it out. See how you like it. See if you orgasm. See if you like the texture, the touch, 
Is it warm? Is it cold? You know, th these are all things you're not going to know until you buy your first sex toy and try it out. So, um, and for those of you who are, you know, sex toy experts and you have drawers full of sex toys, I don't even need to tell you nothing. Y'all already know what time it is. It really enhances masturbation and it also enhances sex with your partner. So there's sex toys for men. There's sex toys for women. Um, another thing you also want to know um, when you're doing your research is look at a beginner's guide to sex toys. Just read a little bit to find out, you know, what kind of sex toy you want to start with. Then figure out how do you clean your sex toys. It's important that you clean your sex toys. Remember, at the end of the day, it's going into your private parts, right? Or it's touching your private parts. So you want to make sure that cleanliness is everything. Once you're done using it, clean it as it's instructed on the package. Whatever the instruction says, like if you need to clean it, wipe it with hot water. If you need to wipe it with warm water, if you need to put it under the sink, whatever it's saying, do that because each sex toy comes with its own um, directions. Then you also want to make sure you figure out if it's a sex toy that you're going to have to use lube with it because some sex toys you actually have to use lubricant. So do you need to buy a KY jelly are you just going to use the um, some coconut oil because that's also a good lubricant? Um, so you want to make sure that you do your research before you get into purchasing your first sex toy. And also, how do you store it, right? It's very important that you store your sex toy properly because, again, this is going to be touching your private parts. And you don't want just anybody barging or having barging into your drawers and finding your sex toy or having access to your sex toy. And God forbid your kids come into your bedroom and find your sex toy. And I know this happens to a lot of moms and you have to start explaining, oh honey, this is just a massager for my shoulders, you know, or sometimes you come in and your kid has found your sex toy because you left it on the bedside table and they pick it up and turn it on and it starts vibrating and for them it's funny and you're humiliated when you walk in on that. So listen, for both men and women, when it comes to sex toys, just make sure that you're storing it properly. You're also putting it away where people don't have access to it because it's private. You know, it's for you and your partner. And if you're a woman who's by herself or if you're a man who's by himself, you know, it's for your personal use. So you don't want anyone just, you know, having their hands on it. Again, just for cleanliness reasons, you don't want that. Now, for those of you who want to use sex toys, you know, um, with with your partners, you want to make sure that you start the conversation with your partner. So you want to talk openly about your interests and desires, you know. So if you're comfortable talking about sex with your partner, which I hope you are, because if you're having sex with him, if you're having sex with her, you guys should be talking about the kind of sex that you're having. So I hope you're comfortable talking to your partner about sex. And if you're not, start the conversation. It will help to put your partner at ease. Also, you want to avoid talking about hot topics right before or right after sex when your hormones and your emotions are running high. It's also just not good timing. You don't want to talk about sex toys right before you have sex with your boyfriend or your husband because he's thinking, oh, 
Are you not satisfied? Is this ding-a-lang not working for you anymore? You know, and if you have it after sex, he's thinking, what? Didn't you come? Are you not satisfied? You're not happy with my performance. So it might bring on some insecurity. So you just want to make sure that you do it, you know, maybe when you guys go for a walk, you can bring it up. Or maybe while you guys are watching a show or just finish watching a show or you go out to dinner, just find another time where it's just the two of you. You have your privacy and you can bring up the topic. You also want to be positive. So offer lots of reassurances and like appreciation for what you already have, like the hot sex life that you already have so that you know, your partner's interest in sex toys isn't perceived as a complaint because God forbid, right? You bring it up and he feels like you're complaining or she feels like you're complaining. And, you know, we can all be sensitive about our sex life. It's, it's important to let your partner know just how great he or she is, you know, because sex already is such a mystery for a lot of us in the African community where your parents don't talk to you about sex. Your elder siblings probably are not going to talk to you about sex. Aunties and uncles don't talk to you about sex. So you're finding out about sex either from your peers who are also kind of like in the dark and just like learning trial by error, or it's like, you know, you watch porn or you're seeing sex scenes in a movie, but we don't really have open conversations about sex. So you don't get the chance to ask the specific things that, you know, you're curious about. So, you know, you just want to make sure that you are having the conversation, but you're also being sensitive to the part to, to, to the fact that it's your partner, you don't want to hurt their feelings, you don't want them to feel insecure. So it's kind of a delicate conversation and timing is everything. Um, also, connect the toys to something your partner already is really great at doing, right? For example, if he really already, um, you know, already knows how to touch you on your hot spots, Build on those skills like, wow, it feels so good when you touch me there. It's so sensitive. I'd love to try it with some lube or maybe even a vibrator. So you bring it in like as a suggestion, you know, like, oh, baby, when you do that, it feels so good. Like maybe we could try it with a vibrator and just see what he says, you know, or or if the man is the one interested in bringing, you know, the sex toys into the room, give a compliment and then bring the suggestion, right? So then the person is not feeling insecure. Um I know sometimes, you know, partners might feel like the idea to entertain, you know, playing with toys can make them feel intimidated. Um, because they feel like they're going to get replaced. I've heard that a lot, especially from men. Listen, men have very fragile egos. This we all know, ladies. After being on this earth for more than, I don't know, 18 years, you've already figured that out. Like men have fragile egos. So they feel intimidated by the sex toy because they might feel like it's going to 
replace them. And you want to reassure them that this sex toy is not here to replace you. It's just for the both of us to enjoy. So if your partner is intimidated by the thought of a toy, replacing him, begin with toys that are like less threatening. (laughs) When I say toys that are less threatening, do not go out and buy the biggest 9-inch, 10-inch dildo you can find. Like, listen... If your partner is feeling away about sex toys already, you don't want to bring a big, huge, fake dick into the picture because he's going to be like, what the hell? First of all, it might be bigger than his dick. So that already is a turnoff, right? And also the idea of seeing another dick, it just doesn't sit well with most men. So you want to try something small, like one that doesn't look exactly like a penis, maybe a good like introduction toy. So you may also want to choose a toy that you can both use together. So you have some some toys out there where it can stimulate the G-spot, the clitoris head, and the penis shaft. So you want to look into something like that. It even comes with like a remote control. And I know a lot of people like that. So get something that doesn't look like a penis and also something that is going to stimulate the both of you. And I know um, for some, I'm going to bring up a, a, a topic that might be a little bit sensitive for some people, but um, if we're being honest, and this is an honest podcast where we talk about everything, nothing is off topic, okay? We're going to bring up girls who have gone through female genital mutilation or have been cut. So girls who have been cut might not have their entire clitoris um, or they might have part of their clitoris depending on which of the FGM types they went through. So it might be a little bit harder for girls who have gone through FGM to reach an orgasm. So when it comes to having, when it comes to masturbation, it's not as simple for them as just placing your hand on your clit and playing with yourself because most of the time there's no clit there, right? But then again, the hood of the clit is what might be missing. Remember, the clit is longer than we think. So you might need to actually insert your finger into your vagina to find your G-spot to actually reach an orgasm. Um, I know some women who have gone through FGM. I spoke to one and she didn't have an orgasm the first four years Um of her marriage. So she didn't start having intercourse until she got married. And the first four years of her marriage, she didn't have any orgasm, but she had a husband who was very patient and they tried everything. And it takes a lot of mental as well as physical um, trust in your partner and relaxation for a woman who has gone through FGM to feel or to reach an orgasm. So Finding your G-spot and knowing where your G-spot is can help in reaching orgasm. And um, for women who have also gone through FGM, sometimes the sex toys that they need um, to reach an orgasm might be a little bit stronger, right? Because you need that pressure and that vibration um, 
to to really stimulate you on the inside, whereas um, girls who haven't gone through FGM can simply be stimulated on the outer um, part of their vagina, which is just playing with the with the clit. So I just wanted to. I, I really do sympathize with my sisters that have gone through FGM. We come from a country where a lot of women have gone through it. And it's it's very traumatic, um, traumatic experience. Um, some women don't even want to associate with that part of their body after they've gone through that. Um, I know um, I also spoke to someone who told me the first time she saw her vagina, she was almost 40 years old and she she decided she just wanted to face it she just wanted to see it so she took a mirror and put it down there to see what it looked like she knew it looked different than the normal vagina but she never really you know took a mirror and examined to see what it looks like um and she had said for her it really did a lot in helping her accept her body that this was what it was and also you know, engage in figuring out how to get sexual pleasure because some women or most women who go through FGM have a lot of pain that's associated with sexual intercourse or perhaps even just masturbation. Um, so let's get into talking about um, some of the the climaxes, right? Because there's the clitoral climax that um, most women can gain easily if you haven't gone through FGM. Um, and FGM is a practice that, you know, it happens in a lot of African countries and young girls often around the age of puberty. Um, but sometimes even, you know, a couple days after um after their, they get their period is in some countries, but each country is different. It, it's, it's a topic that's very heavy. It's a topic that's very complicated. And being a woman who hasn't gone through FGM, I don't, I'm not an expert in the area and I don't want to claim to be. I do have plans to bring on a guest um, who has gone through FGM and I'm hoping that we'll be able to do that shortly after this episode so that she can share her experience, things that she's done, um, how she was able to overcome some of the sexual challenges when it comes to having pleasure and um, reaching climax. So the G-spot is another... Um, part of the woman apart from the clitoris where you can have great orgasm for women. So you can masturbate and um, touch your G-spot by yourself with your fingers. You can also use sex toys that help you find your G-spot. So look into that when you are looking into the sex toys um, because especially for those of you who have gone through FGM, it will help with you know, just getting an orgasm and enjoying your body by yourself or with your partner, because there's some women who are married and they've gone through FGM and sex is not a pleasurable experience for them. So we also want to make sure that we're sensitive to those those women. Um, again, when it comes to the sex toys, there's, you know, while you do your research, because I don't want to 
suggest for you. I want you guys to go in and figure out what are the best toys for women and what are the different clitoral um, vibrators? Uh, what are the different dildos when it comes to size, when it comes to colors? Some girls want to get a pink dildo. Some girls want to get a dildo that looks like their husband's dick. So they want a dark skin dildo, a light skin dildo. They want a tubab dildo. A tubab means white man in Wolof. But whatever your you know your preference is um then of course when it comes to the to the rabbit vibrators also you want to figure out which one do you want so i was talking about the g spot vibrators so those are specifically um meant to help you find your G-spot. So those ones I definitely want to suggest um, for the ladies who have gone through FGM. And then also, of course, there's the anal toys. Then there's some luxury vibrators. And you can make yourself feel sexy while you masturbate. So after you take a shower, you can feel free to jump into a lingerie. It's just you. Yes, there's no man around to see you. Yes, but still, it just helps you get into the vibe. It helps you feel sexy and free. Um, then there's also, of course, you can light a candle in the room. You know, you can even put on your favorite Usher, R&B, you know, slow jams just to help you get in the mood. Figure out if the toy you're going to use needs a lube or not, just so you make sure you have lube on standby so that it helps um, everything, you know, go smoothly. Um and also when it comes to, you know, masturbating with toys, it's really good to just keep an open mind because again, we're coming from cultures where talking about stuff like this is not something that we do. We shy away from it. So a lot of us aren't even comfortable talking to our closest friends. We don't want our closest friends to know that we might have a have a sex toy in the drawer. And I know also a lot of married couples who have sex toys and there's nothing wrong with it, whether you're using it by yourself when your husband is not around or you have sex toy that both you and your husband are using or if you're in a relationship um, for couples, you know, don't feel shy about it. You know, go feel free to explore the the sex toys that are out there for couples and because there's couple vibrators and there's um, best toys. Some couples are into bondage. So if that's your thing and you're into bondage, go get the handcuffs, you know, go get the blindfolds and go get the whips, whatever arouses you sexually. Again, bring it up with your spouse, see if they're open to it and if they are Make sure that it's a fun experience and something that you both feel comfortable with so that you could do it again. Um, so that is our episode for today, our discussion on sex toys. And before we leave, I would like to play you our newest song, which we just dropped today, which is about sexual consent and I'll leave you on that note. Thank you for listening, ladies and gentlemen. Is your girl Anna Butner, Lotus Flower Podcast? <laughs> Yeah.